Bunch of these processes in terms of setting up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's long. Yeah, tell me about it. The worst one is when they do lighting. Is the lighting the worst? <sighs> Serious? Yeah. How come? Just, alright, cool, yeah. Then check on the camera now, there's a beam over there. Move, Serious? Move, move it this way, this way, that yeah. way. That's but, but that's because obviously in the field that you're doing, you're working with actual professionals yeah. that, that know what they're doing. But yeah, when you're working with a novice like me, it's slightly <laughs> different than that. I'm just here tweaking and turning things like left, right, center, trying to figure it out. But you know, in terms of like when you're doing interviews and stuff, yeah. like, what's the process you go through? So like, let's say you've got a big artist that you're going yeah. to interview now, or somebody you're going to see, yeah. like, what's your mindset? What's the process that you go through before the interview? I just think to myself, how can I make it unique? I always try to do interviews where if I see the, if I see the person two, three months later, yeah. they'll stop and be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. That, have that kind of rapport where they say, you know what, I come to London, that was the best interview. Oh, so it's making it memorable. Yeah, like, making it memorable, yeah. making it unique so that any other outlet will pick it up. Oh, for real? Yeah, and yeah. put it out there and oh, be like, sick. okay, you know what? Check out this interview, it was yeah, sick. Yeah. Or there's, there's something unique. Because you find a lot of them, they come, when they're doing press runs, they're tired yeah. or they're bored. Because they're imagine. like, someone comes to their hotel or they go, they sit in the studio. Mm. There's no uniqueness to it. So yeah. always try to have that unique touch where they see the air. Yeah. And I'm sure you can, the thing is, one thing I noticed with watching the interviews in particular, like sometimes you see that the artist is not really engaged. Yeah. Like they're drained, as you're saying. So yeah. you can tell that they've been through about 10 different interviews yeah. throughout the day. So if you're not grasping them as an interview, right, yeah. there's no way they're going to remember you. There's yeah. no way that the interview between you and yeah. the individual is going to be memorable anyway. And it's, it's repetitive. Like, oh, mm. tell us about your album. Okay, yeah. how you yeah. finding the UK? Okay, yeah. you've got a song with so and so. So yeah. they're human beings as well. They want, they want some excitement. That's or true. They they like it when you tell them stuff like, oh, I remember when you first came to see nineteen ninety three. You you mm. done a, you done like a little club appearance and thing. I was there. I remember seeing you. They're oh, like, yeah, oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, having a genuine rapport yeah, with them. Yeah, try to yeah, connect yeah. with that's them and, and go a that's bit it. above above and beyond. Or sometimes mm. even if you find out they like something like cigars or yeah. like a particular kind of thing, drink, just bring it for them. Mm. Yeah, just to build that relation. So whenever they're in London or they're around, you can always say, remember me at the end. They say, yeah, yeah, come, come. Yeah, it clicks. Yeah, yeah. So that's down to you as an interviewer to like yeah. do your research, to know that you know yeah. genuine stuff about yeah, the artist yeah, yeah, yeah. beforehand as yeah, well. 100%, yeah, 100%, yeah. I mean, the reason why I'm asking you this and the reason why probably the listeners are thinking, why am I asking you about like interviews and stuff? Because I'm speaking to Mansell right now. Yeah. You're, what, what do you classify yourself as? Yeah. A host or a presenter? Yeah, I'll say, yeah, you? presenter. Sick. Presenter. Yeah. I wouldn't say entertainer. Yeah, presenter. Yeah. Why yeah. no entertainer though? Nah. You've done a few entertaining stuff though. I've, yeah, I've yeah. watched a few of your clips. There was one I think you were dressed in like um, African gear. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You were running around, around on the street interviewing random white people, yeah. <laughs> like, putting it on them hilariously. Madness, I tell you. Some of the yeah. things I look back and I think to myself, what was, what was I taking them times? But yeah, <laughs> presenter, yeah, I'd say presenter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sick, sick. So, what, in the early stages, as you say, like, what, what was he taking? Like, is there a case where you're trying to find your own identity in terms of like the work that you do? You like, know, it was. I like to do funny things, but I'm mm. not a clown. And I find I that, that when you look at social media now, everybody mm. does things just to be funny or to trend for yeah. that moment. Yeah. So for me, I wanted to be funny, but I didn't want. It, I wanted to be funny where there's like a 
a method to the madness, oh, yeah, I say, rather than, oh, yeah, he's just funny, he just goes up to, to the sea. Yeah. yeah. So when I first started, people used to say, oh, why don't you take a camera, go to Stratford Westfield yeah. and do what other people are doing and ask them, like, yeah. oh, um, how many girls have you beat? Yeah. Or, or name the skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think a lot of young kids will do that. Yeah, that kind of thing. And like, yeah. that will make you grow and that will put you out. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. There has to be a kind of like method to it. So yeah, even 100%. with the thing where you saw me dressed up in the African attire and I was talking to the white people, I went, it was like a conservative party oh, okay. function. Oh, so it was a political thing? Yeah, so okay. it was a conservative yeah, yeah. party function. So I went You're talking there. about shipping immigrants out? <laughs> yeah, so, so you know they have their agenda. So yeah, I said, yeah. like, let me go and take the piss out of them. So mm. I took the whole storyline of the Lion King. Oh, see. So I went there and I said to them, oh, so basically I made up a, a fake African country. Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, Theresa May spoke about it. Mm. Um, you might know me, I'm Simba, my uncle Scar. Yeah. Has kicked me out of the country. Yeah. And yeah, he, he's, yeah, him and his hyenas, the rebel hyena, they called them the hyenas. Yeah. And have you heard about it? And they're like, mm. yeah, 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 we stand with you guys. And you know, the conservative party. Just shows you how naive people are. Exactly. Like, they think they've got views and they have an yeah. understanding of something. But you actually put it to them in an yeah, intellectual yeah, yeah, yeah. slight way, like they get yeah. hella confused and yeah, they so, like, yeah. Anything. All of them were like, yeah, 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 we've heard about it, it's disgusting. Yeah. And you know, yeah, the Conservative Party stand with you guys and you know, we're yeah. definitely going to try our best to help you. So yeah. for me, it was funny, but at the same time, there was a bit of... There was an agenda to it There was an well. agenda yeah, to it, yeah. It. yeah. Mm. I didn't just go there and just say, oh, can you tell me this, this that, this, another? So yeah. yeah it's, it's no, that was funny, prick. man. Like, I recommend people watch that clip. What, what was your early stages into presenting though? Like, what, what was it that got you into it in the first place? And how mm. was the entry like for you? I think when I was in school, secondary school, mm. I was very not comical, but yeah, I'd say comical. Mm. And my teacher said to me, I think you'd be good at TV presenting, but I wasn't really too sure about it. So I looked at it and I've always been fascinated and how things, how to, not just necessarily just presenting, but Mm. the link between having an idea, sitting down with somebody, Mm. getting to know them and turn it into something. something. So I looked into it and I said, yeah, this is definitely something I want to do. So I pursued it. So I say from like school days, I said, that's what I want to do. Mm. Then obviously coming from African household, you have to go to uni. Yeah, yeah. you have to like please the parents before yeah, you go yeah. home, so, pursue yeah, went, your dream. Yeah, started going to uni or mm. start studying media studies. Then I just sat down. My mum and said, "You know what? This ain't for me. Mm. It's not gonna work." So, so supposed to my second, I said, "Nah." Yeah. I'm, 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 How did it take to that though? Um, my mum was cool with it. Yeah. You know, my yeah. mum was cool with it. I think once they can see that you're trying to pursue something actively, hundred percent. They yeah. they. At first, she was a bit, but she could see I was pursuing it. So yeah. then, a one-year work experience at the BBC, oh, which was which was good. And then mm. from there, I realised, yeah, this is what I want to do. Mm. Then at the time, there was an African TV channel called OHTV. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So yeah. I started working there as a runner. Mm. So I just get all the drinks. The That's like the entry into yeah, like yeah. media, basically. Yeah, right? starting yeah. off as a runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just get your feet wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see how things mm. work. And then they had a show called Africa Rising. Mm. And it was like a magazine show. So I was speaking to the producer. He goes, I'll give you three minutes within the show. Oh, for real? Um, come up with something that can just fill three minutes. Yeah. So I started thinking, started thinking. Then I said, you know what? I'm going to do a thing called Swagger Check. Mm. Where I go to events and comically take the piss out of what oh, people okay. are wearing. So you look for people that got dead game in that? Yeah, dead. Yeah, or yeah, they, yeah. they might think they're looking good, but I'll talk to them yeah, and be yeah. like, okay, so why did you think the jeans mm. matched with the thing? And yeah, it was it, it comical and it, it, mm. it took on. And then, yeah, it finally had its own 
it's on show. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so oh, that's so what, from that three-minute slot, they gave you the opportunity to Yeah, the to opportunity to have the yeah. full, a full-length half-an-hour yeah. show. I think that's the, that's the beauty in being a runner, because I think what people don't understand about humility is that when you actually start off on a lower level, there's mm-hmm. always that opportunity. So preparation, yeah. as they say, preparation and opportunity, yeah. that's where your success derives from. So yeah. taking that step back to become a runner in order to get your opportunity, yeah, which led to your yeah. doing what you ended up doing. And so, it made me appreciate it a lot more. And I think mm. in anything you do, you always have to be in a position where you serve first 100%. before you're, you're actually yeah because serving is where we learn isn't it exactly, that's when, that's when yeah. you're able to then refine and retune yeah. your skill sets and yeah. stuff so, that's it so what, what came after that then so after the BBC opportunity and now you had your own slot yeah. what was the next step for you then, then after that OHTV um, mm. unfortunately they came off air yeah. then I started doing Afrobeat 360 with oh, two yeah. of my friends yeah. that was good um, in terms of it was more independent mm. there was no real structure we were just doing it how we wanted to do it oh, so we'd cover events when artists come get yeah. interviews and the one that took off us with Antiwa Savage yeah I remember that one I yeah. think I saw um, I recently saw I think it was, it's, on, it's on your social media right you, went, you took her on a yeah. date yeah, yeah, yeah took her on a date, date. Yeah. Yeah. so we've done it on the cable cast mm-hmm. and that went viral so yeah, yeah that's sweet. what really put us on the map and like okay. I was saying to you when I, ever since I've done that interview with her mm. no matter, every time I see her she remembers she me. remembers you yeah. oh, she, I, I can always blag her for an interview or mm. ask for a little favour oh, can you just do a little shout out can you do this for me oh, she, she's always willing to do it yeah. so yeah that was and then we realised you know what that's what we should start doing interviews with a twist Mm. Yeah, so that was the Afrobeat 360 thing, which was good. And um, but how was you? How was you able to get to where at the time anyway? What, what was the process of booking a? Um, we just had to go to their management. Oh, okay. We'd go yeah. to their management. Yeah, Sometimes so we tell a few white yeah. lies and say, you yeah. know, it's gonna, it's, it's the biggest um, <laughs> UK platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's gonna expand yeah, the horizon yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. We've got links with Graham Daily, so you know yeah. we can. Discuss. I think I need to start doing more of that for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real, just start yeah. selling like dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some dreams, right? You have some A-listers in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was that was a good thing because mm. it was it was it was self made, mm. and there was no structure. That's why I started learning how to produce. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I think after yeah. presenting, that's going to be in my next step: producing oh, production. So the production is the putting together of the whole thing from yeah. start to finish. Start yeah. to finish, or create making TV shows mm. or small documentaries or just reality TV oh, kind sick. of thing. So that's the next that's the next venture. Oh, sick! Do you know one thing? So it's like um. I think the way you started off was the original way when you went through like a big house and you yeah. honed and learned your skill. But what do you think about the revolution of the internet and it completely changing the game? So for instance, me, mm-hmm. I have no background in broadcasting, but I have an interest and I have, yeah. a, and I have a skill set in terms of communicating with people. Yeah. So I'm able to now get my own equipment set up and yeah. put my put my content out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's completely changed the whole game. Yeah. So nowadays you've got presenters who weren't like trained through the original school of presenting. Yeah. You've got journalists who just set up their own journalism school in their own bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, how has that benefited you or has it benefited you? Do you yeah, it's, it's benefited. I mm. think overall, um, with media, no one can really tell you you're qualified. 100%. Or say that, oh, you, you ain't got enough experience to do A, B and C. Mm. So like I said, I went through the traditional way, but mm. like everyone says, that was the way to get into a media house yeah, at the time yeah. where I couldn't come and say to people, oh, you know what, I've got a YouTube channel, I've got a podcast, check mm. it out. And so I'm looking and say, oh, no, there's actually some potential yeah, there. Some so I, think, there. It is, yeah, I yeah. think it's definitely mm. good and it gives you access to connect with people a lot faster. 100%. Yeah, so I think it's, it, it is 50-50 and mm. I think it just depends on how you use the platform. Mm. Some people can use it for good, like the way you're doing something mm. positive. You're not trying to, you know, mm. just I say there's a podcast revolution. Now everyone wants to do a podcast yeah. now. 
yeah. and yeah. it's just it's, it's becoming a new social media most definitely yeah. so before you say oh go and check out my Instagram page yeah. now it's like go and check out my podcast because yeah. everyone has something to say or everyone has an interest yeah. that they like to talk about everyone just likes to go in there and just talk yeah. rubbish so exactly. it's, it's becoming one of those things now yeah. it's like, instead of checking out my Instagram it's like go and check, check out my podcast yeah, yeah definitely so as long but, as it's filtered mm. and you can you know you're delivering something that's like timeless mm. like some of the things I've seen on your stuff I think even in two years time it'll mm. still be relevant yeah it's, it's creating timeless content so yeah, i think definitely. it's good that the whole social media internet wave it allows mm. people to to be seen and to be heard a yeah. lot faster most definitely i think my my reason in particular for starting the podcast was that i had loads of interest like in various things from politics to the sciences to the religion and just like general discourse and, yeah. and ideas but I, I I wanted to share it with people. Do you know what I mean? And and friends or close people by me were like, you should be sharing these ideas mm-hmm. or you should be doing more of it and expanding yeah. on it. But initially I was like, wait, I don't want to really put myself out there. It's long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be out there. I'm not that type of guy. Yeah, but yeah. then I feel like sometimes you have a duty to like contribute. Do you see what I mean? Society, yeah. yeah, most definitely. It's like it's fair enough that we're constantly taken as we've been taken from the planet. But then, what, what, like, there's a quote that's going around now. This I keep on repeating. It's like, what part, what side of history do you want to be on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I want to be on the his- side of history that contributed, that yeah. done something, that learned something. Because this, this podcast serves to me as a free consultation. Like okay. I'm talking to you, who's who's been in the game, who's been who's been presenting, who's been at the higher end, like yeah. interviewed high people. So I'm able to then learn from you. Do you see what I mean? And I'm, yeah. I'm talking to professors. I'm talking to people that are journalists written various articles so I'm getting free consultation yeah. and at the same time I'm sharing the content with people out there and I'm, I'm loving that idea because the feedback is great yeah. initially I thought who's genuinely going to like it because there's so much of it out there anyway yeah. so I'm, I'm only going to be like an additional person but sometimes people prefer to listen to you people prefer to look at you people prefer to hear mm-hmm. your voice and that's what now is coming to me to do more mm-hmm. of it do you know what I mean? And, and that's the really surprising thing. You, you don't know who's watching and who's listening until, until it's out there. I'm mm. sure you, even strangers might come up to you and be like, I really mm. like what you're doing. Yeah. Or, I've checked out your podcast. Yeah. It's really good. So, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Definitely. But what, what are you doing in terms of like the internet? Because I know you're involved in was a younger TV. Yeah, I'm still yeah. at younger TV oh, now. Oh, Yeah, still, still doing younger TV, mm. which is good. It's... Um, for me, it's good because I'm I'm in a proper professional environment. Oh, okay. So it's a full proper setup. Yeah, it's a full proper setup. Yeah. So where I went from Afrobeat 360, where we were we were our own governors. We were. Yeah, that was your thing, right? Yeah, so you yeah. you were running the whole set. Yeah, we were running yeah. the whole show, mm. doing what we wanted to do. But I think um, you were missing out. We was missing out key detail. Mm. So for before, when I used to do an interview, my thing was okay, cool. You get a cameraman, mm. you turn up, and you do the interview. Now I'm at younger. I'm understanding. Okay, no, you have mm. to do a treatment on okay. how you're going to do an interview location you have to do like a recce yeah and okay so what's going to happen okay uh in 10 minutes after that we walk through the door mm. we sit down i'm going oh, to well, is that detail is yes that's how detail oh, is wow, and you, you give it to a producer the producer mm. looks at it and before when i first started I used to think, oh, this is so long but yeah, now yeah. i'm understanding that now nah, it's, it's required yeah it's required yeah. to think so for me it's a it's a whole new setup and it's a proper mm. um it's a proper professional yeah. setup. So do you feel that he has a more of an impact in terms of the end product as well, running it through that? Oh type yeah, of, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's quality, it's mm. gloss I can go to. Like my show rule, when I look at my show because I try to update my show rule every six months. When I'm looking at my mm. show rule now, it's T V it's T V standard quality yeah. in regards to I can go to the BBC with that show rule and yeah. show them. The show, yeah. 
No, definitely. There's a big difference because obviously you, you came through here. You, you, got, you guys came here on time and like yeah. I, I did not have that professionalism in terms of like the setup, the processes, yeah. the sticking to the time. I even forced you to watch like half an hour of an Arsenal game before, yeah, I like that though. before I, we I, started I was, recording. Yeah, yeah. I was even going to say, like, like, let's watch the game. Let's yeah. finish the game first and, before we start. And I think that's the weird part of like maybe because I've never been in that environment. Mm. So my thing is like, okay, I'm inviting people into my house and we're having conversations. Do you know what I mean? And everything mm. is rolling organically. So maybe, and remember, we're discussing this before as well about me needing to work more on the marketing side yeah. of like the, the podcast because I don't know that side of the business. Mm. All I know is conversation. All yeah. I know is like having discourse yeah. with individuals. So it definitely probably helps going through like mm. those big media houses and yeah. learning that whole road. I think thing. with you, what, what's so exciting about your process is maybe two years, five years from now, mm. you will. Ha- um, clock it and you will be doing things different yeah. but this is the most exciting time because yeah, yeah. when I meet you now and you're like oh you know I've moved I've, I'm in a studio now I've got my own space I'll be like oh remember the times when we used to do it at your house yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bro, some of the things I used to do then man I used to I'm, I laugh at it now but it's, yeah. this is, it's, it's, it's the beautiful thing it's the, yeah, it's the birthing process Yeah. so when I look at like when I first started and I'd go to interviews no trim yeah, yeah, like no trim. I'm just, just being yourself. Yeah, I'm being myself. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. No mm. etiquette. No like, mm. not knowing when to like let the person talk or yeah. just like. And I remember for the first, I used to struggle all the time. The cameraman used to be like, keep your eyes in the lens. So oh, I like, and, and I'll be looking off camera. Yeah. If a, if a bird walks past, I'll look at the yeah, distracted yeah, distracted. Well. But mm. when I look back at it, now, I laugh. But I think it's it's it's, it's part of the beauty. No, definitely, yeah, it's part and, of the beauty. And in all of that, the key thing is to start. Like, if you do have any type mm-hmm. of vision like that to get stuff done, is the key is just start. Just start. Because my my thing initially was like the fit. Because after I recorded my first episode, my fear was like putting it out there. Yeah. And my boy who I recorded with, he's like, no, just put it out there. Don't worry about it being like. 100%. Like perfect, yeah. Because I just learned it editing online. Like yeah. everything I do was just learned from YouTube. Yeah, you know I mean, I learned the setup on YouTube. I learned the process of recording the podcast, editing on YouTube. And then I was like, wait, actually putting out there is the scariest part. Yeah. Pressing that button, and he's like, no, 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 just do it, just do it. You just have to get out there. You learn from the process. You know what I mean? And then when I actually did it, then the ball started rolling. I started learning more things. Yeah. I started like fine tuning my editing skills, yeah. like fine tuning the way I process the conversation and how I want it to yeah. flow. Like I don't have like a set start. As you know, I just put on the mic, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And then now we're off. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm sure I'm going to look back at it, as you said, one day and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, here's Sick. where it started off yeah. and here's where it is now. And credit to you because you're a one-man army. There's some people, mm. they're just saying, you know, I want to do the podcast thing, but I'm just, I just want to talk. Yeah, you've done the sound, you've done yeah. the lighting, yeah. you've done the editing. Mm. Everything is all you, one man army. So yeah. there's people that are doing podcasts and they've like got six people doing yeah. doing all the roles that you're doing. Yeah. So yeah, it's, no, it's, definitely, it's, it's, it's good skills. How, how was it like you? How was it for you like initially when you first started? Was it like just you and an, another individual, just you by yourself running the train? Um, it, what, the presenting. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just it was just me. Mm. Like I said, I was very. Um, off the cuff with it yeah like yeah I had, when I first started I had no professionalism at all yeah. but I just wanted to do it yeah so I just I just thought to myself let me just mm. let me just start and it makes you realise there's some people that are not as qualified as you mm. but they're doing it 100%. and like you said so it's just it's just start so yeah. as I went along like I said and I started learning more mm. researching and I think the key thing is if you really want to do something as well mm. you're going to research you're going to practice oh yeah 100% you're going to 100%, you're going yeah. to take on board what people are saying to you mm. so next time you know the producers putting me to the side saying good interview but next time you come mm. comb your hair 
Hose it. Little things, little details. Yeah, yeah, comb your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on a shirt next time. Mm. Yeah, that would the small little things like that. Put on mm. a shirt and yeah, when you're talking, just pace yourself a bit more. Um, you know, just and you just start reading more books. So your pronunciation, you're you're very low when you speak. So oh, you need to. Real. So it's just small, small things like that. But yeah, it was. But I knew I wanted to do it. So mm. I was always looking at other people watching the interviews that I'd done, thinking, okay, yeah, mm. that was all right. Because before, I never used to watch my interviews at all. Oh, for real, hate, yeah. Even now, I hate I still seeing myself. With my, yeah, my voice. Yeah, yeah I, definitely. I hate seeing myself. Mm. And I feel, it's like, it's so cringe for me, but yeah. I really have to do it just to improve. Yeah, and with time as well, like, you get, you get used to it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you've interviewed some really big people yeah. along the way. Like, I, I mean, well, especially Kanu, as a, yeah. as a big Arsenal fan, he yeah. was incredible. Like, what, what's the feeling like? Because obviously at the moment, I mean, I'm in the mm. early stages, so it's like, I know when you step out of interviewing people that you're comfortable with, people yeah. that you know, to people that you've looked up to previously, yeah. what is that transition like for you? It's good, but I always mm. tell myself, now I'm just interviewing another person. Yeah. I always try my, tell myself I'm interviewing another person. I try, like, I'm not really a person that gets starstruck or mm. I look at someone and think, mm. wow. The only, the only pressure I have is like, man, you have to make sure this interview's sick. Yeah. Or like I said to you earlier, leave something where there's an impression where this person mm, can look at you like with what we do there's two ways they remember it's either he was really good or that was really really bad mm. so always try my best to just deliver deliver something good yeah, yeah. so the so the focus is on the the quality of the the content yeah. instead the of quality the of the content and yeah. exactly like the way we're having a conversation now mm. that's how i try to do my interviews it's mm. just a conversation so there's not no mm. there's no need for no extraness there's no need for nothing it's just yeah. it's just a conversation and let it flow let it be natural mm. where they feel like yeah yeah like they, they're not in a police interview basically yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 who do you say what's some of the most interesting people that you've interviewed though like your personal favorites in it personal favorite personal favorite yeah Bear in mind that one day they might watch this and they'll put it on you as well. That's what I'm thinking now. <laughs> Don't want to burn no bridges and yeah. that. I always like interviewing the women. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially Tiwa. She was yeah, nice. She's the homie now, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. She, 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 for me, I, like, I liked that interview. Mm. That was good. But who don't like interviewing Tiwa Savage? Mm. Um, and then you meet some people that are really inspiring, like, for example, the Carney one. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never knew so much about his life and what mm. he had been through personally. And then obviously he's telling about the Heart Foundation, how yeah, many operations, yeah, how many operations is paid for mm. and stuff like that. And then you meet some people where you, you forget, okay, I see you on TV, you're an artist or, you know, you might be an actor or whatever. I see you on TV. So that's the perception that I have of you. But when you're actually speaking with someone yeah. and they're saying to you, yeah, you know what, for three months I had to sleep in a car. Mm. and then my friend died and then this happened this happened you mm. you find a new respect for them 100% yeah so as much as I'm doing an interview I'm also learning mm. about the person about as well yeah. yeah yeah. I think that that's the weird part because when, when you're watching someone on TV for instance and they might be a footballer or someone of inspiration yeah. you assume that that's their whole life yeah, yeah, yeah. like or that's their whole lifespan that there was yeah. nothing else before that so when yeah. you're learning more about them it builds that level of empathy and connection 100%. which is sick yeah. yeah now that's crazy um in terms of like getting into like the industry, what would you say were some of the hardships that you had to overcome? Uh, my, you see me, if I have a phrase for me, my mm. phrase is always delay is not denial. Cause I've, so repeat that? Delay yeah. is not denial. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. it might be delayed in getting to the thing, but it doesn't mean you're denied of it. It mm. just takes time. It's a whole process. Mm. So for me, uh, there's been times I've been frustrated. Like when we was doing yeah. the Afrobeat 360 mm. thing, that's something that's self-funded. Um, so you know we have to pay for the cameraman we mm. had to pay for material we had to sort things out mm. and do certain things so sometimes you have like a great idea and then you're like there's no budget for it mm. and then before I was 
doing the Yanga thing, I was working. So I was working in Harrods mm. at the time, but I was still doing the Afrobeat 360. So that was really frustrating. There's times I'd ask myself, right, is this, is this presenting thing really going to take off for mm. you? You start yeah. doubting yourself. Yeah, start well, doubting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then people are asking, oh, what are you up to nowadays? Oh, I haven't really seen you do no interview. Mm. You're still doing presenting. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the frustration. It builds up, it builds up. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know, I'm, mm. it's, it's finished for me. Yeah. yeah. But what so, gets you through that self-doubt, though? Because the mind is, like, probably one of the your worst enemies. Because mm. I, I get that as well sometimes. It's like, so where, and the issue that I had is, obviously... I was getting over ahead of myself because I had just started. Mm-hmm. I've literally just started. I've only got twenty episodes out. But yeah. after a few episodes, I was like, "Oh, where's the subscribers? Where's the where's exactly, the listening yeah. time?" But then I had to reel myself in and be like, "Yo, hold on! You just started. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're nowhere near these guys who you're comparing yeah. yourself to. You're comparing yourself to people that got thousands of videos out yeah. when you've only got three or four videos yeah. out. Like, there's there's process to this. Yeah. You got to pay your dues in order to get to a certain stage, yeah. but." Like what, what I started focusing on to keep me going was the process. So like the actually genuinely enjoying the conversations I'm having with people yeah. and learning. Because I'm not really doing them a service if I'm having a conversation with you, but yeah. then I'm focusing on something else which is irrelevant to that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on the metrics instead of the dialogue with the yeah. person. So when I started focusing on the dialogue with the person, I'm like, right, okay, I'm getting something out of this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a process to this. And now I can forget about the other stuff and that can handle itself eventually. So that's what's getting me through the, yeah. the sort of like this early stage of anguish. Yeah, because yeah, with, with the good thing with you, because you're starting, mm. it's, it's all part of the process. So obviously mm. like the little things, the hardest thing I struggled because I was doing it mm. before and it went, to, it went, there was just a period where it just slowed down. Yeah. Nothing was happening. Yeah. And like I said, so people are like, oh, I used to do your presenting thing. You're still doing your presenting thing. Mm. Are you still doing this? And like I said, I'm, I'm working in, nothing wrong working with retail, but that's, yeah, not, me. Yeah. that's not my passion. That's mm. not what I enjoy doing. Yeah. But obviously, you've got bills to pay. You've got things to do. So mm. it was taken away from what I really wanted to do. Mm. So when the younger thing came through, and it's so funny, how I, how I even started at younger is I met the person through Harrods. Oh, for real? Yeah. So it was, yeah. A, it was, a, it was a customer that always used to come because I used to work in like the... Um, where people leave their bag, their bags. Oh, okay. so if you're doing a lot yeah. of shopping, you want to leave your bags there. Yeah. Like a lot of the high-end clients go there. So he's a customer that used to come all the time. Mm. Um, Nigerian man, about high, 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 high. Mm. Talk a little Nigerian bit. Nigerian man in Harris and yeah, yeah. splashing the cash. Splashing, <laughs> balling. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have small, small mm. conversations, and then you know, mm. one day we started talking. He goes, "Yeah, that's what I do. I'm into media. I build mm. cinemas in um, oh, for real? in in Lagos and around Africa. Yeah. I'm into distribution. I do this. I do that. I do this." And yeah. he goes, "Actually, we're actually um, gonna be launching a channel in the UK. Mm. So da, 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 da. what does it do? So for me, it was like, wow, look mm. at God's house too. I said, yeah, that's yeah, what I do. I, yeah, I, I do, do presenting mm. this, that, this, that, and other. Mm. And obviously, like a typical." Or guys, like yeah. send me five of your links, your links <laughs> and send yeah. me a bio about yourself. This is my email address. Yeah. I want it within half an hour. Yeah. yeah, so I sent it to him. I didn't hear nothing, and then I think maybe about two months after that, mm. someone emailed me and said, "Oh, um, in regards mm. to us launching this, could you please come for a thing?" Mm. Yeah. But then you had the catalog as well, which was the, the, the exactly. most important part. Yeah, you had the catalog to send to him. If you didn't have that, then yeah. yeah. Would have been so, different. Yeah, that and then yeah, it happened. So like I go back to what I was saying about delays, not denial. Sometimes you're not, things ain't really working out mm. the way you want them to. But mm. I think it's the consistency. No, it's definitely yeah. that's it. And you know, it's, it's actually amazing what you just said in terms of like having that conversation with that guy, the opportunity yeah. deriving from that because 
since I've been doing the podcast, I've realized a lot about people that are doing their own thing and, and getting opportunities. Mm-hmm. A lot of it came from speaking out. Yeah. A lot of opportunities came from speaking out and like being open about what you do. Like there's a story that I've told several times. It was about a, um, a gentleman who had, um, he, he had borrowed loads of money from friends and family, like yeah. nearly quarter of a million for investment. And then um, the investment was going downhill and he just couldn't see no way out of it. He was like, wow, like this, I'm in deep trouble. Everyone's yeah. after me for their money. I've invested their money into a business which was failing. Yeah. But he was told by someone that the key to success sometimes is connecting with people yeah. and just communicating out what you do. So now I've learned the art of like, whenever I'm speaking to someone, I'm like, oh, I've got a podcast. You don't know, I don't know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know what can derive from that. So through him having conversation, he was at a pub one day and um, he was telling um, the individual that he owned a particular business which can deliver certain products. Yeah. And the guy was like, ha, 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 okay, cool, whatever, I'll take your card. Yeah. Eight months down the line, he gets a phone call and um, the guy con- connected him with like a, a media house and he ended up shooting like a 10-part documentary based wow. on his business, yeah. which brought him in the following year, 15 million pound worth of orders. Do you know what I mean? And this came from some Just a conversation, conversation, yeah. and opening up about what you do. Because sometimes yeah. we hold our we hold our ideas so dear to us, thinking yeah. raw, like I one, I can't be sharing this with anyone because someone might steal it. When really and truly, no one's gonna steal your business because yeah. no one's. It's your business. It's your idea. You got the passion for yeah. it. Most people are, can't really be bothered because they're bothering about their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number two, you don't know who you're speaking to. You know what I mean? You don't know who can potentially be offering the yeah. opportunity like your one. So yeah. it's actually interesting that whenever I hear stories of like little breakthroughs for people, it always comes from conversation. Yeah, so always. it's one thing that I'm pushing that heavily. I'm yeah. like on telling people what I do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm on sharing my ideas. I'm on listening to their ideas. Yeah, because you never know. It could just connect. It can 100%, just click. Yeah. 100%. It's proper sick, man. And yeah. It's definitely the way there's, forward. In that. There's one man he used to say, um, even though he can't afford it, he makes sure every time he flies, mm. he flies on um, first class. Yeah. Yeah, he said even though you can't afford it. So <laughs> that's like, yeah, someone's like, Why are you wasting your mind? And he goes, The conversation you have mm. and the people that you meet it's in different. the first class and in the lounge, yeah. Automatically because I'm there, they think I'm of importance. Yeah. So yeah. it's already mm. skimming out the having to, you know, hi, my name is this, this automatically when we're talking, yeah, they think I'm of importance. And he goes, the business cards and mm. the connects he's got, he said it's all from flying. For real. It's all through flying. That's, that's it. Because yeah. I, know, I know someone who does that with their gym. Yeah. Like they, they always said like they, they'll never go to like a standard gym. They go to a particular type of gym and sauna yeah. because of the individuals they meet. This yeah. person is in banking and yeah. he's always making his connections in the gym. Yeah. And I get it now. It's an investment yeah. into his, his himself and potential like yeah. business connections that he might make yeah. and networks and stuff. So yeah, no, it definitely does make a lot of sense doing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. So, it, so what would you classify as like your biggest success to date? Like, what's the job that you've done and you're like, raw, okay, like, I've, I've arrived or I felt that this job went really well. Um, like, what would you say that was? What's, what would I say? What would I say? What would I say? I'm sure you got a couple of highlight rules, but, like, yeah. what was that one particular job that you've done and you thought, oh, okay, yeah, like, this is the one? Um, or, like, an opportunity? What was a good one? What was a good one? What was a good one? Because you've done a couple of big interviews recently Yeah, I've done well. some big ones. Yeah. Um... There's two, I think. Mm. It's not aired yet, but funny enough, I'm not even presenting in this. It's a show, it's called Kings and Queens. Okay. I don't know if you see a thing called Black Love. It's on the Oprah Winfrey um, network. network, So I copied that kind of thing, but I was talking to influential people within the community, the black community, black African community. And they're talking about how they first met. Mm. They're married couples, some married and some engaged. Oh, sick. And some are like newlyweds. So they're just talking about, you know, how they met, their relationship. Mm. 
um, how they fell in love, advice mm. to people that want to get married, how mm. you knew this was your partner. So making that, mm. it was a struggle, but it's it's done. It's yeah. gonna air. Um, what was that about that in particular that you felt was like it? That was my first time to actually have my producing hat on. Oh, so I usually see. I'm in front of the camera yeah. presenting, and it wasn't about me. So having to do my research, get the mm. couples, and like it's exactly what you were talking about, you know, having to set up the lighting, yeah, sitting with the camera, yeah, yeah, sitting with a cameraman and saying, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool, cool, I like that. Sitting in the edit room and mm. saying, okay, yeah, take, take that. It makes you realize, mm. wow. Okay, I just turn up and I just hold a mic and yeah. talk to people. But behind the scenes, making There's a lot a, going on. Yeah, yeah, making a thing. And then the more recently, Basket Mouth. Okay, he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. I met him in Dubai for the One Africa Music Fest, mm. and he said, "I'm coming to London. I'm going to do a show at the Indigo. Mm. I'd like you to be the person that does the presenting." Oh, sick. So we done done the presenting. We, oh, you presenting that? Then he saw your work. Like, yeah, yeah, when you yeah, were so, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I interviewed him, sorry, I interviewed him. Oh, okay. Oh, so when I interviewed too. him, he goes, yeah, yeah, this is a good interview. Like, mm. the whole rapport and everything, you know what you're talking about mm. and everything. So when I come to London, host my show, you speak to people in the crowd mm. as they're lining up. Then you come inside, oh, speak, cool. interview me, interview the warm-up acts. Yeah. And, you know, speak to these a few people. So we've done that. So I, I found out, I think, like, two weeks ago, mm. that the actual special is going to be put on Netflix. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's one of the... So that's going to be on your CV now as well, Netflix? Yeah, yeah Netflix, yeah. 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 So nah, can, that's a big move, man. Yeah, so I can just it, tell people, yeah, I'm on Netflix. I'm on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the ultimate my, now, my isn't price it? price has gone up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. price has gone up yeah, now. Yeah, now. yeah nah, that's it, man. That's a yeah. sick move. you done Afro Nations as well recently? Yeah, Afro Nation, yeah. Yeah, what was you doing out there? Afro Nation was... I was, I was going to do presenting as well. Oh, okay. And just do was that for your own thing? Yeah, no, that was for Yanga. Oh, for Yanga. That was oh, for Yanga TV. And yeah, mm. just try and build a connection with the people that were putting mm. on the event yeah. and try and see if I can, you yeah. know, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, it's all about relationships. Mm. And like you said, talking and um, meeting the right people. Yeah. So I think it was, it was it was very good for me to go out there yeah. and, you know. And it's a big move for like the African community in general in African music because like, yeah. African music is ridiculous yeah. now. Like it's huge, it's, it's global. So yeah. ma managing to put together like a festival like that and it being successful as yeah. it was from what I've seen because I missed it. I'm, yeah. I'm pissed about that but I'll catch it when I get go Ghana. But Ghana, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like it's a big move for us and it's mm. creating loads of opportunities not just for the music industry but everything else that comes with like the yeah. whole media aspect of things it's, as well. It's, so. it's crazy now. I've been mm. African now, so cool. 100% it's so cool like 100%. when we were growing up sometimes you even like you even like now I'm Caribbean but yeah, I, was yeah, yeah. To, I was even saying to Benga on the way here mm. like Africa right now in terms of yeah. um, money mm. that's where it's at now it's like 100%. Africa Africa right yeah. now is a brand mm -hmm. like it's, it's a rich rich brand right now yeah. so you can tap into it 100%. Yeah, everyone's yeah. everyone's just in, everyone's invested in Africa. Mm. It's it's strange because when I was younger and like that whole idea of going back to Africa on holiday was dead to me. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't, I'm not really on it. I'd rather yeah. go like Malia with the boys yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like the first thing that comes to my mind. I yeah. want to go Ghana. I want to go Nigeria. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it feels more as home now. Hundred percent. I, I don't know what changed, but there was a big acceptance when the music started taking off for yeah. me personally. Because then other cultures started delving into it and yeah. wanting to be a part of it. And now the whole UK has their whole Afro swing, yeah. which is all deriving from like African and Caribbean music yeah. and, and so forth. So it, music's definitely helped in yeah. terms of like pushing the continent as a popular place to be from. Yeah. Even Ghana last year, I saw a lot of Americans. Oh yeah, 100%. That went like, um, mm. what's his name? Diggy Simmons. Yeah, Diggy Simmons yeah. was there. And so I think this year there's a lot of them yeah. that are saying, yeah, we're going to, mm. we're going to um, Ghana this year, we're yeah. going to Ghana. So it's going to be, it's going to be big. Oh man. Yeah. I, think, I think two things happened that made the Americans come there. I think the one thing was, um, they, were, they were celebrating 400 years of, of slavery. Yeah, yeah. So they, I think, 
think they gave them free visa passes to Ghana, so yeah. they, they didn't have to pay for the visa or something along those oh, lines. It? Yeah, I think so. And then, um, and then I think was it CNN or one of those major lines they released a, um, an article about the I think the top places to visit, mm. and Ghana was up there. So everyone was like, "Wow, Africa is one of the top places to visit now." 100%. So everyone just kind of flocked to it as a, as a as the haven for Africa or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, but it's becoming a bit wild now. It's becoming more like Miami. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They need to give us back our natural Africa. So when I go go on, I tend to kind of deviate from the big cities. I go yeah. in there here and there, but then like I travel outside. I see all the other regions and all the other parts because there's so much riches and 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 beauty yeah. to see and scenery to see in Africa. More I, than I, just I saw an interview there. with Bernard Boy and he was like, "Oh, when he goes to Ghana." That's when he's most at peace. Oh, for real. And he said, "There's a the, when he's at Labadi Beach." Mm. He said, "There's a section where he says, I think that's where heaven is.'" Oh, for real. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. yeah so look, heaven's in Labadi yeah. Beach. Labadi yeah. Beach is cool though. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. love Ghana, man. Mm. You got any work coming up in Africa? Though? Um, yeah, I go to I go to um, Nigeria quite a lot. Oh, okay. Because of the background of the channel, oh, so yeah, yeah, do some work. Yeah. Like I've actually been to Ghana as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was younger. Is it Nigerian? It's um, a Nigerian. It's a okay, Nigerian. So it's owned by a Nigerian, but mm. it's a African African yeah. TV channel. Yeah. And it's I, I read in the bio that it's um it's it's about African diaspora and the experience, yeah. right? Yeah. What, what do you think is like the the important part of the diaspora in terms of like us and the culture and maintaining the culture? Like, what do you think? What part do we have to play in that? I think like stuff that you're doing as well. That's mm. just representing it, and I think it's just generally there's no way you can actually say I'm representing the culture I just mm. think you day to day how you live what you do mm. the events you put on mm. how you represent yourself how you represent your culture doing mm. what you do it's, it's a representation 100% yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll be like oh who, who does that pod, um, who does that podcast mm. oh it's him bro. where's he from oh he's African okay cool 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 mm. it's, it's representing and pushing out there yeah. and it's positive so I think in everything we do mm. people automatically oh, oh he's a presenter okay man where's he from oh, okay he's half Zambian oh, okay mm. yeah he's African okay cool so just is, we're always promoting it 100%. with what we do yeah. always promoting so it so we're promoting it by the yeah. way we carry ourselves yeah. whether it's, whether it's negative or positive we're always promoting it mm. you always even if it's something negative you see in the headlines mm. black or da 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 yeah of African descent yeah of African descent so it's always it's always something that we're constantly promoting even mm. when we don't know it mm. Mm. nah that's sick what, what you got coming up though what's some of the um, work that you got coming up for the rest of the remainder of the year um, what's coming up so we're doing a sh I, do, I do a show called Turn Up. Okay. It's like a music show mm. with um, three other presenters. Mm. So we're filming that right now. Yeah. So. Um, what sort of music show is it? Is it like a performance-based show? Or? It's, it's yeah. an Afro. It's an Afro beat show. But mm. what we was doing, it was very studio-based before. So now, now what we're doing, we're out and about a lot more. Mm. Going to events. We might go to theatre, watch theatre productions. Mm. We might go and just cover the so it's the events that you should turn up to oh, as okay. well as the I music see. as oh, well okay. as the, the music yeah. side of like oh yeah turn it up it's, yeah. it's the turn up show so it's like a review type of yeah, thing review yeah review kind of thing yeah. and then maybe an artist will come we've had a few artists come on the show as well they'll mm. talk about their music and mm. what they're up to so that's yeah. the whole point there's a lot of work that you do heavily music based though um yeah mainly yeah 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 mainly yeah. is that a personal interest or is i think it's just when i first started that's mm. where apart from doing the swagger check that's how mm. i started Mm. It was always, oh, he's going to interview this musician or this Afrobeat mm. artist or this artist is coming. Mm. And at that time where um, Afrobeat music wasn't cool or wasn't really as popular, mm. it was very easy to get 
musical artists to come and do interviews. Oh, yeah. They were happy for it. Now, now they're big timers. Now they're, <laughs> now they're big timers, yeah. earning big money. Yeah. yeah, they're not even Afrobeat artists no more. They're mm. artists. Yeah, they're yeah. international yeah. artists. Yeah, they're just, they're just artists. So it's, mm. it's, hard. it's a lot harder now. So that's one thing I'm thankful for. I got in there from you early. Got in there early. Yeah. Do, do you think they're acting bougie now, though, or is it a case that the team around them is going bigger and it's harder to get through to them? Yeah, I think yeah, I think the teams the team gets a bit bigger, mm. and then you know people are going on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, they're doing they're doing yeah. like big big sets and big big Late interviews yeah, yeah so right now I think their agenda is we just want to hit hit mm. the big people mm. do a press run with them and then yeah. work on so smaller smaller people like us mm. it's, it's that's when the relationship Remember me? Yeah. <laughs> remember that time I took you on a date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, just ten minutes, man. Please, please, yeah. please. Yeah, then they were locking. I think. I think. Remember we were discussing this early on about how important, like the importance of how how numbers play an importance in terms yeah. of like getting things done. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if if I'm approaching someone that I want to have a podcast with, they mm-hmm. want to see that I've got something to offer them as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Unless they go and just watch your content and genuinely just turn mm-hmm. up because they like what you're doing, like you did, which I yeah. appreciate. But a lot of people go and see the numbers. How do you? How does that make you feel? Um, do you know? Initially, it was hard. I was like, I'm really gonna struggle here because yeah. I didn't have a big social media following initially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I knew I didn't have much to offer people apart from it had a vision. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and I had an idea which I knew I was gonna run with regardless. And it, it does. It, it puts you down sometimes because you're like, oh, there's a there's a particular person who I want to have a conversation with. I want to understand their yeah. mindset, but because they might be on such a high trajectory right now, yeah. like they're only turning up on the big channels. How am I supposed to reach this dude? They're most likely not even going to read my message because yeah, yeah, yeah. if it comes from me, what the individual or what their um, assistant or their whatever might do is check my numbers and be like, okay, he's only got a couple of hundred. Yeah. Like, it's not going to do nothing for us because everything is becoming like an exchange yeah. now. It's, is it still something you look at now or is it something you're over it now? I, I'm over it now. Yeah, you just serve, you want to just I'm, serve the purpose. I just want to serve the purpose. I'm yeah. over it now. Do you know what I mean? I'm over it. 20 videos in now, I'm starting to really enjoy it as I mentioned yeah. before. So I'm kind of getting over that now. And I, and I feel like the people watch my content and now that I've got more content for them to view, once they do watch it, they appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? They 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 can sense this, a sense of genuineness coming out yeah. of it, and they're like, okay, cool. Like he might not have much to offer me, but I can see something developing from yeah. this. So I'm gonna respond to the email. Yeah. Like I've had a few responses from some big big guys per se, yeah. quote unquote. But it's just like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll hollow back at me in September, or yeah, yeah. yeah call me back in six months because I'm busy filming for CNN or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. At least they responded now. Yeah. Whereas before, when I had like two subscribers and no content, they wouldn't respond at all because okay, yeah. what am I going there for? What's your whole podcast about? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't understand. I'm trying to put out like informative educational yeah. stuff or whatever. So I was only approaching them with messages, like no content, no visual stuff, yeah. nothing for them to see. How do you select your guests? Or like um, what kind of guests do you So do you I, I used for? I used to consume a lot of content. Like mm-hmm. I consume a lot of content from like all the various fields, like sciences, businesses, like um politics and everything. So there's a lot of people that I, I, I used to follow. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I try and co- hit them up now. But in general, I search for people with stories. Like I search for anyone with a story. I think everyone's story is worthwhile. And I think everyone has an amazing story. Because sometimes we only presume that the people that have good stories to tell are the ones that are at the higher end. But for all you know, their story might be dead compared to yours because their story might just have been here. They didn't get to experience this because they, 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 were, they were deemed precious from a young stage. So they were taken up here straight away. So they weren't able to experience the rest of the stuff that mm-hmm. we did. Do you know what I mean? So I realized that everyone's got a story. So if I see someone that's doing something mm-hmm. and I can see that they're doing something like yeah. yourself, then I, I know 
immediately that they've got a story. Yeah. And with social media right now, when I'm when you're scanning through social media, you come across people that are putting out content, you come across people that are talking about stuff, you come across people that have got skill sets. So I'm able to sift through that and then try and like contact those individuals. Do you know what I mean? So I look for people with stories and out of their stories I try and learn something and share what I'm learning with my audience. Mm. So that's the process of selection. It's just skimming through social media and word of mouth as well now yeah, is yeah. helping me greatly because people know what I'm doing and through my content, those that watch my videos, they know the type of stuff I like engaging yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So through that they'll be like, oh yeah, my boy does so and so, do you know what I mean? Or my boy does this and that or i got a friend, she's amazing, she does so and so, so yeah. like hit her up. So that's helping me now a lot and then when I go and check out their content, if it's in line then I'll holler at them. Mm. And to be honest with you as well, I don't, I don't really, I don't really filter through people too much. I don't mind yeah. what people have to say, whether it's contradicted yeah. to what I believe in, as long as they have something to say, yeah. which we can get some value from. Yeah. So would you ever get them mad personalities out there on, on your on your? I, I, I would, but yeah. I wouldn't invite them to my yard. <laughs> I wouldn't invite them. Secret, secret location. Secret location before yeah. they burn down the house and that. Yeah. yeah do you know what? I think. Okay. If I was to get a mad character on you, yeah, someone who's completely way out there, yeah, like it has to be me having a conversation, trying to understand their mindset okay. in order to help other people either avoid it or get a deeper understanding as to but why the person would you, is would having you get someone on knowing they can get you. Let's say you knew this person comes on your mm-hmm. show, they can get you 50,000 views. I wouldn't Easy. do it solely for the views. You wouldn't? Okay. I, not solely for the views. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. No, because I, w- I would have to have a purpose. So what, what I do is whenever I get recommended someone or whenever yeah. I like someone or I've, I've been watching someone's content, I'll break it down, I'll dissect it and see where I can get value yeah. out of this and where people can get value from yeah. the conversation as well. If I think the person is just coming on to rant and rave or just say something radical randomly just because yeah. we want views, then I wouldn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I think I can't engage the person, mm. I'm not going to, just for the sake of it, because yeah. I feel like it goes against everything I believe in. Even though I'm willing to get people on that are radical, but it yeah. has to be someone who I think we well, can engage in enough conversation. Yeah. Definitely, because, yeah. or else, like, if, if you don't stand for something or if you don't have a, a set goal or purpose that you're aiming for, then yeah. what's the point? point yeah. You're just going with the wind. I'm not yeah. here to go with the wind. Yeah, you know what I mean? Real. Yeah, so that's definitely that. So I wouldn't do it for the views but if, if I can do it for the views and also get something out of it <laughs> yeah, yeah, why 100% yeah, yeah. I would do it do you know what I mean like would you get someone like mad random on? Oh, no, no, I can't stand that kind of stuff yeah, yeah it's I too much st- yeah I think it's so mm. it's so overpopulated now where everyone's just doing something like you said you're listening to Pod Show you're seeing people and you're just mm. thinking you know you're just doing it to be famous so you yeah. just, you're just chasing the, as they say the clout chases mm. yeah 100% yeah. That's, and that, that's, that's one of the key things as well when it comes to like my podcast I try to keep it as organic as possible like I don't there's no dress up there's no makeup you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like, yeah. it's just it's like, real it's just real yeah. we get on the mic we talk whatever comes out comes out of it yeah. like we've been talking now for nearly an hour and yeah. I, I've already felt like I've learned something or yeah. I'm getting a sense of who you are in yeah. your journey and if someone else is going through that journey they might pick one or two lessons yeah. out of it which is the aim of the podcast no, definitely. Do you know what I mean it's not just for us to come on here just to say something random like yeah. oh yeah oh we hate all these people boom and yeah. then now uh, all of a sudden you're you're on you're on all of the um what's all those pages and that that um them UK it, gossip and yeah all you, kind of you're on all of the gossip mm. pages all of the tea pages and stuff and every, all of a sudden it blows up yeah. because obviously people engage with um, with negativity yeah. like if you want high engagement you have to push negativity that's how Facebook mm. got big do you know what I mean like Facebook actively the algorithm picks out negative yeah. stuff and it pushes on to us like right now if a black man gets shot yeah. even though 
10 white people being shot yeah. in the same hour they know that black people are going to get enraged by that yeah. so they're going to push on that all moment, of us yeah. boom 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 then all of us start engaging with it and then mm. their figures go up and then our emotions get controlled yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean that's how the game works wow. you know what I mean it's just how the, it's, it's the it's the like nature of the beast and the algorithm yeah. but sometimes like you have to be a man or a woman of purpose and yeah, just 100%, stand for something definitely you know what I mean but um, a, a word of advice um, which I would like you to give anyone aspiring to get into the industry what would you say to like a young person aspiring to um, want to get into presenting or the media world and uh, you have to first things first you have to ask yourself are you in it for the long run mm. if you want to be famous and you want to you want to do it for like I said the clout you might as well just go to Love Island yeah yeah, and, and chase it that way and mm. I think the most important thing in the field that way is consistency mm. you have to be consistent 100%. it doesn't matter how you're being consistent just be consistent mm. yeah and and um yeah, just start really mm. just start you'll learn as you go along yeah. and that's the beautiful thing about media no one can tell you're qualified mm. you don't have to have a particular mm. degree or anything you've got YouTube you've got the internet so yeah just get yourself seen and heard and mm. learn don't worry too much about being perfect yeah. just just get out there and be consistent yeah yeah no, that's amazing. Do you know, whenever you say that, the moment you said like the just start part, yeah, it hit me because everyone I speak to that's actively done something, yeah. that's well, that's one of the key things that they always give us, one of the lessons um, yeah. for anyone else wanting to get into the industries is just to get started. Yeah, just start. Because people sit on ideas forever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I sat on a podcast forever because I was scared mm. to get to press the button. Yeah. But the moment you press the button and get the ball rolling, mm. do you know what I mean? It, 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 it keeps ticking yeah. over. Yeah. And I used to, before, when I got into presenting early I'd watch people and be like oh that person's not even good yeah. I, don't, I can do better than them but yeah. at the same time you realise but they're doing it though yeah. I'm in a position where I'm watching someone that's yeah. not I feel I'm better than yeah. but they're doing it that's it so really and truly yeah. it's, it's, it's on me so mm. why, why are you not there why are you not doing it you're just mm. waiting for the perfect time or they'll always be no I'm waiting for this to happen when yeah. this happens then I'm going to do it and I'm just going to do this I'm going to get that but no just just go and do it just, just start it. yeah no, that's sick. That's sick. Man, so I really appreciate this, man. No, no. Like, um, obviously, with, with most of my guests, I always invite them in for the initial, like, conversation, yeah. the initial consult. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just to get to know them, build yeah. that rapport and stuff like that. But, like, I would definitely love to keep up with your journey. And no, no, definitely. we'll definitely be catching up more regularly. I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm one of the lucky few. I come, I come early. When you're getting a million views, <laughs> yeah, I remind you, I say, bro, remember the time? Remember that time? Yeah, you you showed me love. Me, yeah, like, get me on the show. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you have to promote on all your yeah, socials. Nah, nah, I'll, like, do I'll do that. Don't worry. And obviously, we're family. You came here with my brother yeah. Benga who's hiding over there and yeah. uh, he's got my plug team but he decided not to say anything but yeah <laughs> now definitely appreciate it we're definitely going to catch up no, no, definitely you know I mean? we're going to keep up me, track man. with the journey we're yeah. going to talk more about the industry and stuff and share more ideas yeah. but this is an introduction to people to get, get a glimpse of who you are as an individual yeah, yeah, yeah. the work that you do in the industry that you're involved in so bro really appreciate no, it no I appreciate the time man welcome to the podcast I've got bro. an Arsenal game out of it a drink bro, yeah. and, and an interview look at that that's man. it and Benga just chilling there like a <laughs> like a <laughs> 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 uh, love bro. Okay.